Hey everybody, how are you today? Welcome to Andy's podcast. I'm Andy and today we're going to talk about a topic that's all too important, not to mention serious. We're going to talk about dealing with, living with, and overall recovering from a TBI. If anybody doesn't know, a TBI is a traumatic brain injury. It's something that nobody wants, but it seems like one too many people suffer from one. For anybody who knows me, you'll know that I'm living with one and have been for the better part of a decade now. You'll see, on November 19th of 2010, I was driving my car, lost control of it, and I slammed into a tree in the Miami suburbs. From that instant on, I lost everything I have I ever knew life to be. It's been said that eight minutes, eight minutes is what it took to get me from the scene of the wreck to the actual operation room in Jackson Hospital. It doesn't seem like a long time, does it? Eight minutes. Geez, that's 1,280 seconds. But if there's something that life has taught me is that even the smallest details, or in my case, seconds, are the ones that can make an entire universe or galaxy of difference. I don't know which one's the bigger one. For this podcast... I've teamed up with some of my friends that are or have been in my situation and so if you listen with a really cautious ear, you might even find a takeaway from my podcast. You might quite possibly even find a silver lining. So here we are then. I really do hope you enjoy listening. Happy listening. My first friend was Beatrice Rivero. I am currently going to therapy at Baptist Hospital and I go to the gym every day with a personal trainer that has known about my situation. So he customized my exercise plan and I am going to school and trying to get my bachelor's eventually master's in social work. Sometimes I try to be the happens of people and am always smiling But sometimes, deep, deep down inside, I just feel like I should give up. Like, what what am I doing? And these are the times where I have to remind myself where I was and how far I have come so at the end of 
every thunderstorm, there's a rainbow. I recommend other survivors to have faith. I have known survivors that went off to other cities or other states and lived a happily a happy ever after and but I know the opposite side of the story that so survivors could be completely different and stay with a cloud over their heads and never see the light of day and just gloomy and guys you should stay in school get your education learn everything and be nice you don't know what other people are going through. Thank you very much, Beatrice. You're welcome. Oh, we're here with Frank Santana, a fellow TBI survivor. Frank, how are you? Tell me something about you and your accident. Hi, Andy. Uh, my name is Frank Santana, as you just mentioned. Um, I uh, suffered from a TBI back in April 11, 2010. I had a, a terrible accident. I crashed my truck into a, a tree. I suffered from epilepsy and I had a seizure while driving. Um, I had severe uh, brain injury, severe physical injury. I broke my clavicle, my hand, all my ribs, my knee, my foot. Um, I had some spinal injury as well. I was in a seat in a wheelchair for a while. But uh, besides the uh, physical attributes, the mental were the hardest part. Part of the TBI recuperation, which is uh, still an ongoing thing. Um, when you suffer from a TBI, it's, uh, it's something which is hard to explain because it's a silent illness. I've, uh, I've undergone that. You see how your life changes drastically. Uh, cognitively, you start to realize that uh, things that you that you would have normally done or norm most people do or what society considers normal uh, it just completely changes for you words get switched around uh, numbers get switched around and you have to learn how to work with uh, with the deficiencies that you have in your brain depending on where that portion of your brain was damaged um, I've been going through uh, psychotherapy doing some uh, exercises fortifying that part of the brain that got damaged. I've been going to a uh, uh, psychologist to try to verbalize and explain what I feel, how I feel as a support group, and also talking to other TBI uh, patients and uh, feeling a little bit of support there because anybody who has or suffers from a TBI can have a one day that they, they all of a sudden go into a depressive state. Now, uh, what has been keeping me motivated is that... Um, 
I feel very fortunate. I feel fortunate that that day, um, you know, I, I didn't die, fortunately. And, uh, you know, I stay positive. I stay positive that um, there are better days and I can, and I can try to recuperate uh, just a little bit more every day. I know that I'm not 100%, but uh, I work at it. I look forward to the future. I look forward to, to uh, regaining more, more capacity. And uh, I, like, I love working with other people and informing them uh, because unfortunately we live in a society that is very ignorant uh, and callous and uh, they have very little empathy towards people who suffer from a TBI. Um, it, it's a road to recovery which, which anybody who suffers from it takes, it takes them a long time. Um, and me with my complications between uh, epilepsy and having had a TBI it, it has been a, a struggle. Um, all I can tell you is that uh, when you have a, a severe brain injury, uh, not a, all of them are the same. Some, some patients might have a, a brain damage or brain injury, which is a, a different portion of the brain and it's more extent. Some will have a little minor, but the recuperation is all going to, it's going to require a lot of effort. And support is essential. Is essential for the patient to to continue working at it, because um, that's what that's really where the motivation is at. Is being in a group, being around other other TBI patients, and uh, being positive about it. Family is very important. I've had my family around me. I've had friends, and I've had a good therapist, physical and psychotherapist, and um, and that's about it, Andy. So thank you very much for that, Frank. No, thank you, Andy. I appreciate the opportunity to, to give you my testimony. And I hope that as uh, others hear a little bit more about what uh, TBI patients suffer with, um, they will also be educated and understand what you and I go through, as well as uh, millions of other people who suffer from TBIs. I appreciate the opportunity of, of, that you've given me. Thank you. So I'm here with Jerry. De La Rosa, and he is also a TBI survivor. Yeah. Jerry, how are you? I'm um, good. Tell me a little bit about your story. Well, I, I was in a car accident 10 years, about to be 10, ten years ago. And, um, Due to that car accident, I, I, I lost my life. at the scene, and and when the. Uh, when I arrived at Jackson Memorial Hospital, they brought me back to life a couple a couple times. It turned out it wasn't time for me to go but due to that I lost 
on my brain was left out with blood for a while and and now uh, I have to go through therapy for so I can walk again and I I depend more on my left left arm. I used to be right-handed, and um, before I was studying to be a psychologist, but now I'm studying to be a computer design because it's easier for me to handle a mouse and a keyboard and I and it's it's been a battle every day because uh, because of the mood changes Sometimes I don't feel like doing anything, but I have to battle to get better and and pass this test because I want to walk again and and fight. The only good thing is I met Andy even though I love him as a brother and and it's been it's really hard for us to get better. So how do you see yourself in the future? Um, I see I see myself <laughs> walking and out of school. Yes. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Andy. So, guys, I'm here with Dr. Ireland. She's a neuropsychologist at Jackson Memorial Hospital. Dr. Ireland, what does a neuropsychologist do? A neuropsychologist is a psychologist who works with people who have neurological conditions like brain injury and stroke. Neuropsychologists provide both testing, assessment, 
and interventions, which might be psychotherapy, it might be cognitive retraining, so various different interventions to help people recover from neurological conditions. So have you been a witness to a lot of TBIs? Over my 25 year plus career, I've seen many people who've had neurological conditions, including traumatic brain injury. And so then, what would you say is something that most TBI survivors can uh, expect to experience within their first short time after actually experiencing a TBI? So when somebody's had a, a, a very severe TBI, very often they'll have a period of coma where they're not really remembering and putting down new memories. Um, as they come out of the coma, they're still going to be very confused. So during this time, they may not be oriented to person, place, time, or situation. They may be agitated. Um, if they have tubes, they may be pulling their tubes. Sometimes people get aggressive. Um, often they're very restless. So they're trying to get up and they're trying to go home and they're trying to escape and um, because they don't really understand what's going on. As they continue to progress, then they're going to become oriented. They're going to know where they are. Over time, they're going to start to understand what happened. Um, but they're still going to be having a lot of difficulty paying attention. They're going to have a lot of difficulty remembering things. They're going to forget what happens from day to day. Um, they may still be very restless. They may be, get irritable very easily. Um, as they continue to progress over time, some of those things are going to get better. They may still have trouble with new learning and memory. Um, they may have trouble controlling their impulses. They may have trouble interacting with other people. They may, over time, as they become more aware of the problems they're having, they may actually go through a period where they feel depressed. And then as they continue to progress over time, usually emotionally they'll become better. Um, their skills will get better. Their memory will get better. But also, what will happen is that they'll learn new strategies and techniques to manage those places where they're still having problems. So they'll learn how to sort of take their time and filter what they say so they don't hurt other people's feelings. They'll learn how to use their phone to write down information and set alarms and um, use the calendars. Um, They'll learn strategies to help them pay attention so they don't get so distracted with things. Um, and over time, they'll make new relationships with themselves and with other people um, from the perspective of the new person that they are. At a certain point, um, many survivors will then want to give back to others and share the experiences they've had, the wisdom that they've gained, um, and the knowledge with other people who are going through something similar as well. What would be your word of relief 
for anybody who has recently suffered a TBI? That this is a is this is an experience that no one ever prepares for or thinks is going to happen to them, but that things do get better, and that the gift of traumatic brain injury over time often is that people feel grateful to be alive. They learn to appreciate the people in their lives. They learn to appreciate life itself and that life comes to have new meaning and purpose for them. And that those little things that most people worry about from day to day are really not that important. And it sort of readjusts their focus on um, really the important things in life. Being alive, um, other people, and um, just your relationships with other people and helping others. Okay, that sounds great. Thank you very much, doctor. After all these testimonies, hopefully you'll see that people with TBIs, all we are is just disabled people. And that's a word that should never, ever be confused with unable, okay? Even though at plain sight, there might be nothing wrong with some of us. The point being, there really is still hope for a brighter future. You know, this almost reminds me of a song by a singer named Ricardo Arjona. In the third verse of whose song, Hallelujah, he sings about how even when one finds themselves in the lowest of the lows, that's when whose song he sings about how even when one finds themselves in the lowest of the lows that's when they're gonna find out that there's um no other way than the way up i'll leave you all with that thought and if i may with just a quick recollection of six simple words that are all too beautiful. The sun will come out tomorrow. And if I may change it to seven words, the sun really will come out tomorrow. Thank you all so much for your time. May God bless you all.